I'm your host, Charles Bishop, uh, along with our distinguished guest tonight, Coach Mark Thorne of the Jackson State uh, Track and Field Team. Uh, Coach, uh, first and foremost, welcome to the 1400 Podcast. Thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys and uh, share some share some of the um, GSU men's and women's track and field. Yes, indeed. And before we get started, let me remind our listeners uh, to be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast, Apple users, rate and review the show, and everyone follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook. It all helps the cause, which is the I love Jackson State University. Uh, first and foremost, Coach Thorne, let's jump right into it. Uh, you are steeped in Jackson State history. You are an alumnus. Uh, can I talk a little bit about uh, your time uh, with uh, Jackson State and especially being close to this Jackson State uh, track and field? Uh, my, my journey to Jackson State started in January 1989. I was a part of um, the legendary Coach Martinette's last, probably last recruiting class. Um, during my time, I was a flat champion in the 800 and I was a high point scorer and an outdoor championship team in 1990 and had a very, very pretty, pretty good career. In fact, I just got inducted into JSU um, Sports Hall of Fame last October and I've been around track all my life. Grew up on a sugar plantation in Barbados, West Indies. Got a track scholarship to Jackson State and been the head track and field coach since. 19, I mean, uh, 2010, I was interim in 2007, but I've always been part of uh, GAC Track and Field ever since I arrived on campus in 1989. Now, Coach, uh, and you mentioned uh, the legendary Coach Martin Yates. Uh, kind of talk a little bit about uh, your time uh, just learning under such a legendary coach. Um, but, uh, we, had, we had some great teams. We had great fun. Um, you know, it was the honor and pleasure running for Cortez. Cortez won, won a, a lot of uh, national championships, a lot of conference championships. He produced a lot of uh, produced Olympians, flat record holders. So it, it was it was an honor, and, and every day we enjoyed the practice. And you know, in fact, we were during my time we were kind of scared, of course, because he was so legendary that we didn't want to disappoint him. Every time we step on that track and put on put on the blue and white, we were ready to go out there and compete against anybody, any team. Uh, uh, Coach, uh, now I have to say you're you're no stranger to success. Uh, you have coached uh, some uh, recent Tiger Grace. Uh, uh, one name that comes to mind is Vince Lagarde, and then, of course, uh, the Olympian Nasser uh, Jabawana. Uh, so talk a little yeah. bit about uh, just uh, having those types of, of uh, uh, gentlemen in the program. Um, when I when I first got, I think uh, Jabotawana was my one of my first 
top, what I, I would say, top, top recruits. Um, he had emailed me from South Africa, and we started the dialogue. And, and he was, I think he heard his hamstring that year, but I, I saw his sign. And I said, man, you know, we could we could build this team around you. You know, we'll, we'll hmm. go ahead and offer you a scholarship and uh, come on over here and we'll do great things. Ironically, then we recruited Jabrawana. His times on the track were like 20.9 in the 210 in the 800, I mean, the, in the 100. Then he, he his freshman year, he went 20.2, I think, and 10.1 or 10. And he, he made the Olympics that year. And even made the Olympic final. He was the only collegian at the, in the Olympics that, that made the Olympic final that year. He, he beat guys that made it to the NCAA finals and stuff like that that year. So he had a great, great, great opening year working with us here at Jackson State. And, you know, he, he kind of put us on the map because we never got that. We, we got Coachettes used to get that kind of talent. But um, even, the, even with Coachettes tenor, none of his guys ever made the Olympic final. And to put a one right. the final of the freshman at Jackson State University. Well, Coach, uh, I want to ask: Did you know that you had a, a future Olympian on your hands? Yeah, we, we we knew we knew he was uh, very talented from the first day of practice. We saw the things that he did in practice. We saw his size. Um, in fact, as a freshman, he made it to the indoor indoor nationals in Boise, Idaho. One of the first. Um, guys that we took to the Nationals in a, in a while and he finished, he was an All-American that year and apparently, you know, when we have that kind of talent, the other the other big boys, they came after him and during the Wanna time with us big schools were always trying to pull him and recruit him from us and we always had a hard time fighting them off I remember coming back from uh, Boise, Idaho he got back, everything was good, and he said, Coach, uh, can we have a meeting? I'm like, okay, let's, you know, we're going to plan for, for, for the season outdoors, what are we going to do? He kind of requested a transfer. I'm like, transfer? He want to go to Florida State. I'm like, Florida State? I mean, we just had a good season. You came here and improved when you want to leave. But I came to find out that some of the guys from Florida State was in that final with him in the 200. And, you know, those guys those guys from those other schools, I'll tell you, man, they, they keep an eye on our kids. They keep eyes on our right. kids. Anywhere they could get our kids, they're going to try to get them. And if our kids are weak enough to fall for the for the glitz and the glamour, you know, we're we, we going to lose out. I told him, I, I told him, I said, I spent too much time recruiting you to let you go somewhere else and be there. You know, none of them guys didn't want you before, so now you are good, but they're trying to get you. Yeah. So that was some of the things wow. that we had to put up with Dubrawana during his tenure at Jackson State. That is an amazing story, uh, just in having uh, an athlete like that on, on campus and, and developing him into an Olympian. Wanted to transition a little bit and, and kind of talk about uh, the, the you started the indoor season and it, it can just kind of give us an overview thus far of of what 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 do we have? What, uh, who is in the program now? Talk a little bit about uh, your athletes that are uh, men and women that are in the program now. Right now, on the men's side, for the last two years or so, we have some of the best hurdles hurdlers in the conference. In fact, last year we set the hurdles indoor and outdoor, and uh, one, two, three indoor and one, two, 
in fact, one, two, three, four indoor and one, two, three, four outdoor in the 60 meter hurdles and one 10 meter hurdles on the men's side. Two of those guys have graduated, but right now we still have two of the, two of the top hurdles, 60 meter hurdles in the conference. We have some of the top sprinters in the conference, 60 meters, uh, 200, 400, 800 miles, 3K, 5K. Uh, we have two, two of the top, um, two top high jumpers in the conference. All week events uh, right now are the long jump, triple jump, and the pole vault. Let me ask you a question because I, I think a lot of fans are always curious in terms of uh, the role of a, a track and field coach. Uh, can, is there things that you do uh, day in, day out that improve a distance runner, that can improve a sprinter, or do they come, you know, pretty much naturally gifted in what they do? But uh, talk a little bit about your role as a coach. Well, you know, at Jackson State, we, we are not going to get we're going to recruit the top talent, but nine out of ten times that talent is not going to, quote-unquote, come to Jackson State. So we have to get kids that, that we're going to develop. I mean, we have, our, we have our standards, and we go after kids that, you know, meet our standards. And then we get the kids, like I said, the Budwana came to us at 10.7 and 20.9, end up running 20.0 and 10.1. So we're going to develop those mm. kids. We're going, to get them, we're going to get them in the weight room. We're going to get them on the track. And we gonna we have a pro we have a system in place that we're gonna develop you. By the time you reach your sophomore junior year, you're gonna definitely be you do definitely improve. So we have a system in place that that we, we take you from point A to point B. And the time that you get to graduate or your senior year, you're gonna be ten times better than when you came in. And for those fans who have always been curious, uh, when exactly is the indoor season and when is the outdoor season? Well, apparently our, our, our SWAT championships is next Thursday and Friday, the 20th and 21st in Birmingham, Alabama. And mm-hmm. outdoor, outdoor starts on March 6th at Mississippi College. And outdoor goes from, from March until the NCAA championships the second, first or second weekend in June, week in June. So that's, that's where we are right now. We are, we are getting ready to uh, head to Birmingham. We have a, a, a last meet on Sunday, and then we get ready for the championships on Thursday and Friday. And you've already, you know, like I mentioned, started indoor season. Uh, you had a, a, a great weekend of competition where you had uh, 22 uh, of your men and women. They placed in the top eight and uh, three placed in, in the first place in their event. But kind of talk a little bit about thus far uh, how, how uh, the team has looked thus far this season. Um, first, the girls thing. You know, this is our first year with the ladies team, and we've seen great improvement. They, they, they work, they work hard. In fact, from cross country, um, in the fall, the girls finished second in cross country, which was the our highest place in a very, very, very long time. So the girls bought into everything that me, Coach Harris, my assistant, and Coach uh, Mark Spooner, and Coach Anicia Brewster, all the things that we we taught them and tried to do with them. They, they they head to the weight. We go to the weight room Monday and Wednesday in the morning, and you know they they do everything that we ask. They don't complain. They, you know they go to the training room when they when they uh, have some injuries or stuff. So our training staff and work with us. So everyone has bought into what we to, to to the system that we have in place. 
and um, women's side, they're doing great. The men's side, the men, our men's team has been pretty good for the last few years. He's finished second in the conference, indoor and outdoor. But we have a we have a pretty real good men's team. That, uh, like I said, we are lacking a little depth in certain events, but we have some of the best quote unquote track athletes on the conference on the men's team. Sure thing, and I definitely want to talk uh, with you a little bit about your staff, a longtime assistant coach with you, Jonathan Harris. Uh, talk about what right. he means uh, uh, to uh, your Jackson State uh, track and field program. Yeah, Jonathan, he, he's been with me from day one. When I when I when I got the head job, that was my first first quote unquote hire. Very knowledgeable guy in all the events. You know, he he, he coached my sprinters, chores, and uh, hurdlers. And he's very knowledgeable, knows the ins and outs of track, knows how to develop develop athletes. In fact, he was the one that that, that coached um, Jibutawana to the success that Jibutawana had. So Jonathan is a very great asset to to to, to me and to Jackson State. We, we brought in Mark Spooner, who's very knowledgeable in the jumps. He handled all of our jumpers on the men's and women's side: the high jump, long jump, triple jump, pole vault, all those events. And then we have Anicia Brewster who's handling most of our um, paperwork because, you know, paperwork takes up a lot of our time. So she's kind mm-hmm. of a uh, director of operations, uh, operations assistant, and she also helps me out coaching on the distance side. Uh, you mentioned that there, uh, in terms of uh, getting these athletes within the program, there's a, a, a build and get them in the weight room. Uh, looking forward to uh, swag uh, uh, championships, you, you mentioned that, uh, but in terms of the meets that you have uh, prior to, are these kind of a slow build going into uh, the, the SWAC championships so that you guys can be on the uptick as you hit the SWAC championships? Yeah, I mean, so once the, from the first weekend in January we started, we always looked for improvement week by week, and and we try to we try to hit a peak for indoor, but like our, our program is set up so we can peak for outdoor. But we still want to peak, have a small peak for indoor, so we could do the best we can indoor, possibly win a flat championship or get someone qualified for the NCAA indoor championship. But we always want to, to improve meet by meet. You know, there are things that we work on. So if you run a certain time the first meet, by the second meet, you should be running faster, get faster and faster time to uh, conference meets come around. Well, Coach, I have to say it's been a, a pleasure uh, talking to you and kind of breaking down uh, the track and field team and, and kind of talking about your history with them. Uh, is there anything that you want to say to your fans who are following uh, your track and field program? One thing I want to say is just uh, I appreciate the support, appreciate the love, and just want to ex- try to, quote-unquote, explain how a championship you decide because a lot of people will see that, you know, there's, like indoor, for the indoor championship, there's 18 events. There's the distance events, there's the sprint events, the jumps, and the throws. And on the men's side, you only have 12.6 scholarships, but you have all those events. So you have to know mm. how to, quote, unquote, spend your money, how to put money in certain areas. So sometimes it's very hard. You might have the best, you have, might have the best talent, but you might not have the best team, per se, when it comes to, 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 to a track and field championship because the, the events are so spread out and then you have eight scoring positions. So you might have the fastest guy in the conference, but another team might have three or four guys that, that might be, you know, just not as good as your guy, but he might win the event, get 10 points, 
But if the if the, 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 the other team guy if the other team he gets third, fourth and fifth, that's six and four is ten, ten and ten and ten and four is fourteen. So he got fourteen to your ten. And, and, and so stuff like that happens in a championship. So you try you try to get a team that numbers sometimes in a championship numbers numbers really help in the championship. So that's one of the things that we're working on to build a build a bigger roster so that we can cover most of the areas that we need to cover so that we can go into a championship knowing that we have a great shot, not not only individually but as a team. Well, Coach, I have to say that's, that's fascinating insight in terms of the strategy in terms of I've never uh, known, you know, kind of the strategy in terms of uh, how you go about getting points. So I appreciate you uh, providing that insight to our listeners. Right. And uh, like I said, I appreciate the support. We have a we have a great uh, Jackson State track and field alumni. In fact, some of the old alumni that 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 set, helped set the program back in Coaches days. We'll be at the championships in Birmingham supporting us. And any any of the fans that want to come out to Birmingham next Thursday and Friday, you're welcome to come and support us. And um, we, we intend to put on the show both on the men's and women's side. No doubt about it, and that uh, those uh, indoor championships are next Thursday uh, and Friday in Birmingham, uh, Alabama. Correct? Yeah, uh, correct. At the Birmingham Crossplex. Okay, sure thing. Well, Coach, you know it's been a pleasure talking to you. I thank you for uh, stopping by and providing just tremendous information in terms of uh, the men's and women's track and field team. And I have to say, you know, uh, I, I know you personally. You, you've done a great job in the de- developing your student athletes, and you're an asset uh, here at Jackson State. Really do appreciate everything you do. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much for that compliment. We much appreciate it. Sure thing. We've been talking with Coach Mark Thorne of the Jackson State uh, Track and Field Program. Uh, Again, we remind you to be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple users, rate and review the show. That is huge for us. Uh, we got some great things planned down the line. And everyone, follow the Tiger Talk, 1400 Club on Facebook. As I mentioned, it all helps the clause, which is the I love Jackson State University. Until next time, I'm Charles Bishop. Good night. Uh